0: morning and welcome back to well it almost feels like our first episode because it has been weeks since our last um and the reason for that is that my journey kind of shifted a lot we moved twice um started into studying into a new field um But for most of it, I started putting on all this pressure that this one has to be better, this one has to be more planned, has to be more precise, because it's human, we want to be perfect, we want to be flawless, you know, but it's impossible, um, because it's in our flaws that I feel we find our greatest beauty. But that's not what I'm talking about today. Today, I want to share with you the beginning of a message that is called freedom. Now, I know we've all heard all the different sermons and all the different Facebook messages and videos and everything around freedom and what freedom is, but maybe we still have the complete wrong idea about freedom. And so I am learning from a few different sources, but I won't name all these sources because some of the core sources are questionable. I feel that most sources, except the Bible, is questionable, Um, and that's why I won't redirect you to them, but I encourage you to go out and look for the answers yourself. Look for a way to prove me wrong that you have a better definition of freedom. That is what you should do. That is what I feel Bible study actually is, is to go and to look for the answers by yourself. Um, so don't take what I'm saying and just yes and amen. Um, go do the research for yourself. Look up the stuff, look up the scriptures, look up the definitions and and figure out what is freedom for you. But I'm going to share what freedom means to me. Now, I'm just in the beginning of learning all these different definitions and mindsets and ways of thinking, um, but so far the little bit, like the the crumb that I've learned so far, has been blowing my mind. So I'm going to call it freedom class one. And this is actually more of the introduction, but I learned a lot in just writing up this introduction. So freedom always looked to me as something that isn't in my life. Like if I was free now, and this is before I learned everything that I've learned um, it would mean I won't have a bad mindset, I will be financially stable, I won't have negative people in my life. I won't have a job that's sucky. Um, you know I could travel and be happy and just buy whatever that that was freedom for me. and I think for most of us it is you know having a peaceful happy lifestyle is is freedom, you know um, being able to buy the coffee and the breakfast without checking if your bank account will allow it. that that was freedom for me. But then I asked myself these questions, okay, so if I want freedom in my way of thinking, what do I want to change in my life? And so, first of all, I want a free mindset, which means no depression, no anxiety, no overthinking, nothing. I want a peaceful soul, which means that I won't stress the whole time, and I won't worry the whole time, and have this fear at the back of my mind that everyone hates me and is going to die in a weird way, and I'm going to be left alone, I'm going to have a happy heart, and I know all of these kind of overflow in a way, but I am so, or I was, I'm still, I'm so consumed about just having that mental stability, that Everything I strove, strived for surrounded having mental stability. Um, and so the last two things I wrote was a happy heart and a fearless spirit. And although that sounds beautiful, you know, fearless spirit, I had no idea what that means. I had absolutely no clue what I meant by a fearless spirit, but I like the sound of it. Okay, so in the first um, lesson that I watched, I think I watched it on YouTube, the guy asked said something and it's so true he said what you seek first will organize the rest of your life and I was like no 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 no. like no bro I'm sorry um you know I seek having not depression you know if that organizes my life then I think I'm on the right track but then he started speaking about this kingdom parable and where God tells us to seek first the kingdom of God So let's take depression for an example. If I seek relief or control of my depression, I'm putting my depression first. I'm not per se putting the solution first. No, no, no. I'm putting the depression because I want relief and control over the depression. Now, whether your depression is maybe pornography or anger issues or financial stability, whatever that category is for you, if you seek relief and control of that, you're not seeking freedom of it. You're just seeking a little bit of a pause break. And that's temporary. So sometimes, you know, depression is not an easy subject, so I'm going to keep it there. Sometimes meditating and going on a walk and eating healthy, it helps. But it doesn't take it away. It's the relief part of it. It's not the freedom part of it. And so something that's very, very true for me is as a man thinks... And in our mind, and this is scripture. I'm just not exactly sure where it is now, but the scripture says, "As a man thinks." But in our mind, we believe it's what a man thinks. Um, and I feel that it's not in the what, but in the how and the why of the thought. So, I would think um, I'm never going to get anywhere, for example, and that is what I think. But how do I think about it? I think about it in a negative, in a hurting, in a not good enough, insecure type of way. Um, It's the way we think that keeps us, that shapes us, um, that stays within us. It's not what we think. Because we have a broken world, we have a broken mindset, and we're born into this very, very actually sad, sinful, broken, just society. And so, Sometimes what we think won't be in line with what we want to, you know, meditate on. But we can change the way how we think and why we think the way we think. Okay, so I know I'm saying this a lot, but I'm going to just repeat it: is It's as a man thinks. Meaning it's how and why you think the way you think. Not per se what you think. You can think this guy is an idiot. And it's what you think about him. But why do you think it about him? And how do you think about them and how can we change that thought? So if we can change the way we think, not per se what we think, if we can change the way we think, we can get to freedom. And so freedom has levels, but I feel like the first and most important one is having a bad definition of freedom is like the first thing keeping you from it because we're made for freedom. Like that's just, it's born within us. And although some of us, we see it a lot different, um, we strive and work towards freedom. Okay. And so if we have the wrong definition or bad definition of what freedom is, we will strive and work and put all our efforts into like gaining and receiving that freedom, which isn't always the best because it could be a wrong definition. So again, we are made for freedom, but if our definition of freedom is wrong, we're striving towards the wrong thing. Now, the truth about this is most people think of freedom out of bondage. And the one guy that I listened to said that a prisoner thinks of freedom as a life without bars. But it has nothing to do with the bars. It has to do with the emotional and the spiritual circumstances. Um, and so freedom is not the absence of something. Freedom is not the absence of something, but the presence of someone. And that just shook me to my core. Is I'm going to read it again. Is Freedom is not the absence of something, but the presence of someone. And 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17 says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And that is our someone. If we can put God at the top of our, what do I want to change in my life or how to gain freedom list, we're seeking the kingdom. We're seeking the mindset of God. And that will lead us to freedom. That will define and shape our definition of freedom. So we are wrongfully working towards getting a mindset, getting a lifestyle or getting a habit out of our life. Instead of learning and walking working towards getting someone into our mindset, into our lifestyle and into our habit. Now, I know that we all have unhealthy lifestyles, unhealthy habits, maybe some unhealthy mindsets as well. But instead of working, oh, I shouldn't swear, I shouldn't smoke, I shouldn't drink, Oh, I shouldn't think that. How about? Oh, I did it. Okay God, come into my life. Come closer, come deeper. And now here, if you're listening to the podcast, chances is that you have accepted Jesus into your heart. And that is great. If you're not, that's also great because you're on your own journey. And I feel like whatever God takes you to and whenever he takes you to it, that is in his plan and purpose. But now I have a question for you guys. Have we allowed him into all the shadows and the corners of our heart? Those deep little, like, No one can see little stashed piles of junk. Have we allowed God and Jesus or whatever you want to name it for yourself into that corners of our heart? And for me, honestly, no, you know, I've allowed him into most of it, I think, but in the side where I hate and where I'm angry and where I am unhappy, I, I reject him out of there because I'm ashamed of it. Um, And we'll get to that later on as being ashamed of of letting him in. But the truth is, the deeper we let him in, the more free we become. The moment I open up that little door, it squeaks open. You almost have to like push it with your whole body weight to get it open. The moment I let Jesus into that part of my heart is the moment he can start to guide me into freedom. And just to repeat, there's a difference between what and what we know. And how we know it, just as there's a difference of what we think and why we think it. So you might know all the nice verses and the songs and everything that says this is freedom and this is how to gain freedom. But how do you know it? How deeply, how enthusiastically, how carefully, how loving do you know that truth? And so it comes back to your perspective, and perspective is everything. But again, we've learned now that we are looking at freedom out of this perspective of bondage. Whatever your bondage might be, I need you to visualize you standing behind bars. And for me, it is depression, financial instability, dependence, um, and da-da-da-da-da. You know, my bars kind of go on for a while, but I need you to envision you standing behind that bars. And whatever you saw as freedom... Is what you saw from looking through the bars but the truth is looking through the bars if you imagine a a jail block now you're just looking into someone else's bars that looks maybe a bit better you know and that's sad because then we just continue into the cycle of thinking oh that is freedom if I just do that if I just get rid of that if I just own that and again we're not allowing God's presence to bring us freedom we're chasing after the wrong definition But now something I want to end off with and send you out with is that we can perceive and learn out of the mindset of Christ. We can look and think out of his mindset. And I know this sounds far-fetched, but 1 Corinthians 2 tells us that we have the mindset of Christ. It was lended. It was given to us. He sent the Holy Spirit to us. And with that comes wisdom, knowledge, discernment, understanding, and all of those beautiful elements. But we have the mindset that is able to perceive and learn and think the way Jesus would. But it's something that's hidden, I think, very far beneath you know all our little personality traits and all our little bad habits and lifestyles and bad decisions. And we kind of just like buried it underneath, you know, it's still there. You know, I love God. He's in there. Amen. Yes. Love everyone. But when you drive in front of me, I'm going to call you an idiot because you didn't have your flicker on. <laughs> Instead of seeing, hey, you know what? Honest mistake. Maybe he was in thought or whatever. Forgiving him on that moment and not just truly like, oh, what fuck ever, just forgiving him with everything inside of you. Um, And so go out, challenge me on this definition of freedom. Um, I say that freedom is not the absence of something, but the presence of someone. And I feel that it's hard to disagree, but I challenge you to look for the truth about freedom for yourself. And I challenge you to do that out of the mindset that is given to us, the mindset of Christ. I hope you have a lovely rest of the day. And I just hope that you receive a blessing of a freedom mindset coming towards you and knocking on your door.